welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 25 of the Photography Q&A podcast. Okay, so this week is not so much a question, it's just been a reoccurring bunch of questions, things I've been dealing with that I think needs addressing. I mentor for quite a few photographers. I took too many on at the beginning and had to say no to some people, which I wish I didn't have to, but I only have so much time. And they asked me for feedback on their their work. They'll send a picture, what should I do with this? Do you think this is suitable? And generally the the photography is getting better and better. Not just because of me, but because they're shooting more. And they take any little criticism that I can come up with and go with it. But there's a few of the people that I do it for. Their huge problem that is starting to really get to me is EXIF. E-X-I-F. It stands for Exchangeable Image File Format. That EXIF covers every digital file. So the EXIF for an image is a JPEG, or it could be a PSD, a Photoshop file, a TIFF. For a video file, it could be an MPEG, uh, a MOV, an MOV file for Apple. Any digital file at all. All of these things are EXIF files. Now, every photograph has EXIF data attached as well. Unless it's gone through Photoshop and then it's saved as a Photoshop image, it dumps all the EXIF. But you could keep it attached if you want, if you go into the settings. The EXIF lists time, location, camera, the lens that's attached, did the flash fire, how many dots per inch it is, the focal length used. So if you're using a zoom, it'll say, you know, it was at 55 or it was at 70 millimeters. It'll say what the aperture is, the ISO, the shutter speed. And the one that does my head in is the exposure mode. This is the thing that tells me the truth about all photographers. Well, not all photographers, but the one who took the picture. It'll say if it was taken in manual mode, aperture priority mode. And if it does say that, I smile and I give a really good feedback. And I, I know I can, I can even edit it, put a little edit together for them. It'll also say if it's taken in RAW or JPEG originally. The sad thing is that a lot of the images that I'm getting now from newer people is that the exposure mode is listed as auto, portrait mode, sports mode. I think there's a landscape mode. There's, there's all these modes. If it's not manual, aperture priority or even shutter priority, all of them are auto settings. You are letting the camera decide how the photo should look. I still give my feedback on these images, but it's frustrating when the problem that these people are having wouldn't be there if they had shot in manual mode or aperture priority. So why should you shoot in manual or aperture priority? If you're shooting photographs for money, like if you're just doing it as a hobby, you know, go for it. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. But when you are charging someone money, you need to give them the best possible image that you can produce. It might not be as good as the next guys. It might be way better than the other guys. But as long as you put your heart and soul into it and you charge money for what you produce, I don't have a problem with it as long as you are shooting in manual or aperture priority mode. If you let the camera decide what the settings are going to be, you are just basically pointing and shooting images. You're not considering anything else. You might consider the light maybe a pose, but you are not deciding how that light is used. You are just pointing and shooting. 
In fact, you could just use your phone. Your phone is a point-and-shoot camera. It's just like the old uh, Instamatic cameras or the digital cameras that you just pop in your pocket, pull out, take a picture. Nothing to it. The phones have taken that over now. You don't see those anymore. Manual and aperture priority mode allow you to build the style of image you want. You're building it from the ground up. You're capturing images you imagine when you're looking at the subject and then you use the light that's available creating your own style because nobody else thinks the way that you do. We all think differently and we all deal with different situations differently. When you're pointing and shooting, you're letting the camera do all the decisions and you're hoping it comes out okay. You're never going to develop a style that way. And every now and again, yeah, you'll do a shoot and you'll get maybe one or two images that are okay. They're not unbelievable. You're not in control of the depth of field or the blurry background, the bokeh. You need to build your own image. When you're looking at your subject and you're using manual mode, you need to consider the direction of the light, where the sun's coming. You don't want it shining too brightly on part of the face and make the rest of the face in shadow. You want even light. You need to consider your background. You set your ISO to 100. You figure out what depth of field you need to get the important parts of the image in focus. You need your minimum shutter speed to get the image that you need. And you need to check your exposure meter. If the exposure meter is too high or too low, you use your shutter speed, speed your shutter up. If that doesn't work, you speed your ISO up. As soon as the meter is in the middle, you start taking pictures. Even if I was stood next to you and I was telling you what to do, it would only take 30 seconds at most to set it up for any image, just the actual setting. Thinking about it takes you another 30 seconds maximum. When you've been doing it for a while, you can cut all these times in half and it'll just become second nature. It'll just be a habit. Doing a portrait shoot sometimes requires you to take a trek through a local park maybe and you stop at different spots and you take in a few photos here and there. If you're in manual mode, you will take the time to think about the location and build the image on the fly. It doesn't take long. All good professional photographers do it. If you want to turn pro and you want to make money with your camera, you need to learn how to use it correctly. Start thinking like a photographer. Walking around a park, just pointing and shooting doesn't cut it. You have got no control over anything. All right, so let's do equipment. So you've decided you want to make some money as a photographer. You use your camera in manual or aperture priority mode. And in some shady, poorly lit situations, you still have to crank the ISO up very high to get the exposure meter balanced. The reason for this is your lens. If you are using a kit lens with variable apertures like 3.5 to 5.6, you can't get enough light in without turning the ISO up high. And this creates a grainy image, a really grainy image. You need a professional lens that allows you to keep the aperture set at 2.8 or even wider like 1.8 or 1.4. If you can take a photo at 2.8 instead of 5.6, you gain two stops of light. That's four times more light comes in. So if the ISO was at 3200 when the aperture was at 5.6, it would come down to 800 if you're shooting at 2.8. So the ISO would change from 3200 to 800 if you had a 2.8 setting on your lens and you wouldn't see any grain compared to the 3200. 3200 would be brutal. Now I know I say this constantly but buy a 50mm 1.8 lens for around 150 bucks. It's the best money you can spend. If you have the funds 
get a 24 to 70 millimeter zoom lens with a f2.8 constant aperture. These two lenses will be all you need for portraits, weddings, anything where you don't need to pull things in from a distance like sports. If you were doing sports, you would need a 70 to 200 millimeter 2.8 lens but just for weddings like you could get away with just the 50 millimeter 1.8 for around 150 bucks but the 24 to 70 2.8 zooms are incredible they're better now than they've ever been i would buy one i would but if i was starting out fresh i would buy the 50 and that 24 to 70 and you would be all set okay you have a choice you could keep shooting in auto mode be frustrated and constantly under deliver which isn't good for your customers. Heck, you could even pull your phone out and take some shots and ask your customer which ones they like the best. Or you could start thinking like a professional and develop your own style and wow your customers. There really isn't a choice here. You need to think professional. If you're going to charge money, you need to think like a pro. All right, I got that off my chest. I feel a lot better now. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Keep shooting in manual and aperture priority mode, please. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Bye.